And we're here with another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. And today we're uh, the campus at Stephen F. Austin University. We're in the new hub, the health hub. And we're going to talk about one aspect of that hub and talk a little bit about that. I have with me uh, Claire Fight and Rachel McQuarrie with the SFA Counseling Office. I want to thank y'all for uh, for being agreeing to do this. Good morning. Thank, good morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and of course, I think uh, the Family Crisis Center, we have a very good relationship with the Counseling Office uh, here at SFA. So we'll kind of talk about uh, the role we play uh, with, again, the hub. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, first of all, either um, uh, Claire or Rachel, I guess, I guess first of all, let's kind of clarify what your roles are. Claire, what exactly, what is your title? What do you do here at SFA? Well, good morning, Stuart, and thank you for having us on today. We're excited to be here. Like you said, my name is Claire Fight, and I am the Director of Counseling Services here at Stephen F. Austin. Okay. And Rachel? Good morning, Stuart. Thank Hi. you. Thank you. Um, my name is Rachel McCory, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a counselor here at SFA okay. Counseling. So let's talk about the services provided uh, by Students for Counseling Services. Um, what, what can you provide a, a student here at SFA? Sure. Well, all of our services, first of all, are free and confidential, completely confidential, completely free to service to okay. students. Um, we offer individual counseling. We offer group counseling. We offer couples counseling, and that includes um, any sort of relationship. We offer family counseling. Um, we also offer professional development to students, staff, faculty, um, and that includes one of our big, uh, big presentations, which is QPR, which is our suicide prevention program. And we offer that on campus wide. And we also um, have done that in the past with community groups. Um, so we also offer anytime a faculty member perhaps might want us to come in and do a presentation in a class, for example, on um, on wellness or stress management or things mm -hmm. like that. Those types of situations really for any part of our SFA community. Okay, okay. How is it? How do you promote your services? Like, I, I'm, and I'm just wondering, at the beginning, especially for freshmen, they're new to college. How do they know that you guys are even here? Uh, and I don't know how common, and we can talk about this later. How common uh, counseling services are on college campuses? I'm in my fifties. I went to college in the eighties, and I'll be honest with you. I'm assuming, and I went to Sam. I, I'm assuming, Sam, maybe he had counseling services for students, but if they did, I didn't know about it. And I don't know that was a different time. That was a different era than it is now. But how do you guys let students know that if they're having problems, there's somewhere that they can go to reach out to someone and get some help? Well, first of all, uh, one of the big things we do is we participate in the orientation programs. Okay. Um, so we, we have orientation all summer long and then later on in the year. So we are there um, doing presentations to students and parents. We're there tabling events, offering our services, and then um, sort of the big, um, the big, the great adventure, which is um, at the end of each um, orientation session. We participate um, in that particular part of it. So we do that. Um, we also have presence on our website, on social media, and then the majority of our um, of our uh, promotion is through our outreach, outreach through being okay. seen on campus okay. and through having a presence here. 
do you see, have you seen students take part? I mean, obviously, I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure you have students that, that take advantage of the services, but I mean, are they well aware that you guys are here and do you see a lot of students uh, Absolutely. Come in? I know. Um, I did a lot of orientation this summer, mm -hmm. a lot of the tabling, and I've seen students here that yeah. I saw this summer. So okay. um, for sure. Sure. Um, absolutely. Great. We're always trying to promote things. We're always trying to get the word out there and let people know that sure. we're available. Uh, what are some of the, what are some of the stresses? And I, I'm just, you know, it's again, it's college students in the eighties experienced completely different things than college <laughs> students in the, in the, in the 2020s. Uh, what are some of the stresses college students face today? What, what is it that you see as counselors that are, on the minds of students or that or that students are just f having to face today? Sure. Um, well, I think one of the biggest things um, is just the transition. It's a huge transitional time for students, um, just from a, from a um, developmental perspective. They're dealing with new friends. They're dealing with leaving family, with leaving parents. Um, sure. Texas is a huge state. The majority of our students come from Texas, so they may be coming from, you know, six, seven, eight, ten hours away. So loneliness, anxiety. Um, all those kinds of things. And then we have um, sort of the COVID generation. Um, they're yeah. coming out of COVID and that's, they've, a lot of them have been isolated for a couple of years. Um, so that adds to everything. Um, and I think we'll see in the future how that really, that COVID, um, the pandemic has really played into the mm -hmm. mental health of everyone, including college students. Sure. And you may have answered my, my, my next question with, with what I just asked you. I was, I was always wondering what are the unique issues that are, are issues, I guess, that are unique to college students than a counselor, let's say, that has a practice out in, 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 in town somewhere and, and sees the general population, uh, unique issues that maybe face college students in particular. Um, I would say, uh, I think all of those things that I just mentioned, yeah, sure. um, I think social media is huge. Um, you have things that are, um, you have bullying that um, now can happen in a very different way than it did when we were, when we were in school. Um, and then again, just all of the added pressures that are coming with that, um, yeah. trying to transition to different things, trying to manage academics and sports and new roommates and social situations and all of that. Just is a just new, yeah. Extremely I mean, they're thrown into a new world and new, and new situations. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So how long have these services been available to students? And again, um, counselors available to college students may have been around for forever. I, I have no idea. But how long have you guys been here at SFA? Well, about 20 years plus now. We originally came from a more career-centered department. Okay. Um, we were even at one point merged with um, counseling and career live together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and from that, we realized that really there needed to be a mental health focus. And so those two departments split. And in the last 20 years, we've been focusing primarily on the students' mental health. Okay. Awesome. So at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the, the podcast, I mentioned the hub and that's a, that's a brand new thing here, here at SFA. Now, just so folks know, we're actually right now, as we speak, we're in the conference room at the, uh, the health clinic which is now kind of referred to as the hub. Uh, so let's kind of talk about this new hub. What What is the hub? Why are we now in what is called the hub? 
The Health and Wellness Hub is an integrative approach to wellness. So what the mission is here is to focus on all seven dimensions of student wellness. So um, we recognized, especially coming out of the pandemic, like Rachel mentioned, that all of our services were spread out around campus. Yeah. And that students would sometimes have a hard time finding what it was they needed or even really recognizing what it was they needed. And so we got together and we thought, well, let's make this a little bit easier. Yeah. And decided to put uh, multiple departments in one location. So my next question then is what else? Obviously, counseling is, is here. What else is here at the Hub? What other services? So are here available? at the Health and Wellness Hub, we have, like you said, counseling services. We also have health services. So this is a place where students can come if they maybe need um, some sort of vaccination or an STI test, or maybe they're just not feeling very well. They can get tested for the flu or uh, women have access to women's health here. Mm -hmm. um, we also have the food pantry. So students living on campus are eligible to get one bag a month, and those students living off campus are eligible for two bags a month. It helps with sort of destigmatizing food insecurity for them to come here and be in a place where all of those needs are being met. How long has the food pantry been around? The food pantry's been around for some time. Okay. Yeah, but it's students didn't always know where to go. Exactly. Right. And so now when they're here, and for example, if Rachel's in session and she recognizes that there is some food insecurity issues, she can walk our students right down the hall and they can pick up a bag. Well, it's probably so much easier, I guess, than probably the way it was. Okay, now you got to go maybe across campus exactly. to go to the food pantry and then go somewhere else to get counseling. And if you're not feeling well, you can come over there to the uh, health clinic. Everything now is in one spot. Exactly. And sometimes students will recognize that they're not feeling well, but they're not quite sure what it is. And so they'll make an appointment with the health clinic. And during that appointment, maybe Bonnie will recognize that, mm, Maybe there's the students experiencing a little bit of depression or or maybe uh, a little bit of grief. And so it's a real easy, warm handoff to just knock on a counselor's door and say, I just got out of a, an appointment with this student, but I think they could benefit from counseling services. And sure. So it's a really great uh, way to make those easy referrals. We also have a dietitian here a few days a week who um, is able to meet with students. And as you already know, the Family Crisis Center has been generous enough to dedicate um, and volunteer, really, their time to our students as well. So one yeah. day a week we have an advocate here on campus, mm -hmm. and another day a week we have a therapist here. Okay. And all of those services are also free to students. Okay. So that's important to know. I think cost is a lot of times on, especially a college student's mind. Mm -hmm. And I think it is important for them to know that they can come here. And, and if they're a student here at SFA, there's no no cost to them, right? No cost whatsoever. Yeah. And another really exciting um, project that just came out of the Dean of Students office is student outreach and support. And that is primarily a case management program ran currently by um, one of our longtime employees, Amy Smith. She works with students on a variety of topics. Typically, she'll find out about a student who is struggling from an early alert that maybe a faculty member gives saying, I've noticed the student isn't coming to class or I've noticed a decline in their grades. And Amy can actually reach out to that student and say, hey, this is the large variety of services we have to offer. Let's set up a meeting. Let me get with you and connect you to the place that you need to be. Excellent. All right, great. Um, so. I'm going to shift gears a little bit, get a little uh, personal. 
How long have you guys been? How long have you been doing what you do in counseling? Rachel, <laughs> let's start with you. How long have you been a counselor? Um, I've done counseling probably for anywhere from five to eight years inter intermittently. Um, I've been in clinical social work for 15 plus years. Okay. So I've done a lot of different things, um, not exclusively counseling. Yeah. So <laughs> what made you decide that you wanted to do this? What got you interested? Did little Rachel always want to do this? Um, actually, <laughs> yes, it was either that be an attorney or be, um, a social worker. So yes, okay. yes, absolutely. I've kind of always wanted to do this. And you're not a native East Texan. No, I am not a native East Texan. I just moved down here a year ago from Minnesota, Minneapolis. And how did you find East Texas? <laughs> we discovered East Texas, um, <laughs> because we originally thought that all of Texas looked like West Texas. Right. And, uh, I think wanted... that's, yeah. And, and we, we discovered it. We wanted to be close to some family members, but not too close. And we discovered the Piney Woods, and we yeah. love it here. Okay. I think that's a lot of people who aren't from Texas. They think it, it's all desert and cactus and oil yes, wells and, absolutely. and everything. We were, we were right? shocked. <laughs> um, so Claire, what about you? How long have you been doing what you do now? Um, I've been practicing gosh, almost 10 years now. I began, I guess, my career in counseling with uh, treating those individuals who are struggling with addiction issues and substance abuse issues. And I recognized that, that there was a need for that because I came from Nevada, where that state okay. has very high rates of substance abuse uh -huh. and gambling addiction. And I was uh, working in a uh, Title IX school at the time. And I decided to shift gears and become a therapist. So I went back to school and now I'm a licensed professional counselor, and most recently, um, the, now the director in the last year yeah. here at SFA. Excellent. All right. Well, is there any parting things you want to make sure that uh, the listeners know about? Do you think we've covered everything? Is there something else that you want to make sure we we touch base before um, before we wrap things up? I think what I would like people to know is that we're here and, and we're available and we recognize that the need is, is maybe more prominent than it ever has been. Right. We're not the only service on campus to help students who are struggling with an emotional need either. We have the Lumberjack Wellness Network here on campus too. And I think about it as an umbrella um, service to all the students and we live inside of that Lumberjack Wellness Network and part of that Lumberjack Wellness Network is eye care ambassadors and so faculty and staff have been identified as being helpful already really doing the work with students all over campus and they are now in the process of receiving certain trainings and professional development okay. so that they're better suited to meet with students individually so it's important to know that they're not therapists necessarily, but what they are is a listening ear and a helping hand. And typically students will go to somebody they already know before they do come to see mm -hmm. a therapist or a doctor. And so we really encourage our students to go to SFASU LWN, check out their website and find an eye care ambassador, someone that can act as a, a mentor or a point person for them to get connected to services like ours. Okay. Um, and my last question for you, if, if a student does recognize that they need services here at the Hub, do they need to call ahead of time to make an appointment or do they just walk in? They're welcome to call ahead of time to make an appointment. They can schedule what's called an initial consultation. 
it's a short visit with a counselor to kind of okay. determine what the needs are. But they also can walk in. We have walk-in hours from 2 to 3, Monday through Friday. Students can come in, no questions asked, and meet with a counselor. All right. Okay, again, Claire Feit and Rachel McCory, uh, SFA Counseling Services. Thanks so much. I appreciate y'all taking the time and agreeing to do this. Thank you very much, Stuart. Thank All you for right. having us. Thank you. And if you feel like um, you need our help, uh, if you feel like you need the, the help from the Family Crisis Center, I always like to give out our toll-free number. That number is 1-800-828-7233. And be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can do that via Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or pretty much any podcast service of your choice. And remember, as always, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. <laughs>